0: Hey, yo. In honor of the latest verses. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Queen? You got your window open? Yes. Oh, you that's hear what stuff? I'm hearing. I don't
1: hear anything. I can my hear it. My streets is quiet. There's
2: yeah, no, nothing Yeah, because it's going on
0: your end. But if your window's open, I'm getting all that other sound from the outside. Well. You can't close your window. <laughs> the way Shanti is looking like... I'm not closing my window for y'all. You have I a could. fan on. I could, it's, it could be, st- but
1: like, I have to close, I have three
0: windows open. You Don't want to close show up on here window. and talk about how many windows <laughs> you got in your room. I'm trying to think. Should I got I three clo- windows in my room too, queen. Go Can ahead. and Close, close the three one of closed- of them closed- No, I, I will die. No. Shanti, I you have a fan. I will literally die. Shanti, that's what I have in my ro- in my house right now. I'm hot. I got a fan blowing on me as quietly as possible. And then I got the ceiling fan on. And all your windows are closed. Oh, every last one of them, because you would hear the soundscapes of Flatbush. We still wind your waist, girl. That's all you hear, and beeping and honking. Oh, she is so mad. I would, if y'all are on Patreon, you can see how de- defeated she just stood up to close her windows. Ah, she looks cute though. She just um, braided her hair. It's giving Zazie beats the girl from Atlanta, the woman from Atlanta, who Shanti actually likes very much, so this is perfect. Uh, She's wearing a nice green pant. It's giving groan, and then she has a nice cut-off arm showing her guns a little bit, and her very lovely bracelets that she has from the Sable Collective. Sable Collective, if you do not know, is a store that is owned by Shanti. Sorry, I was just...
1: Were you doing an infomercial for me?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much.
0: No problem, Appreciate please. it.
1: Thank you. And we're back. That was sponsored by the Sable Collective. But I get no about? money. <laughs> you get 25 cents. <laughs> um... Yeah, man, I'm just getting ready to go away. I'm going to take a week away. Going to be childless. Mm. And the way the Shaitan, the devil, (laughs) the dark side wants to allure women, especially mothers, to feel shame. Mm.
0: Shame, shame, shame.
1: To feel guilt. To feel, to be tempted to have catastrophic thoughts, to think that you're ruining your child, you're making bad mistakes, you're. for taking some time to yourself is just. I'm telling you, it's just a mind fuck. And it'd be the people closest to you. It'd be the people closest to you. It'd Are be they the people watching that, your
0: kid? Is that why?
1: It, it, it'd be the people that don't. Know how to ask for help mm. and go beyond what their boundaries are mm. and then flip it and weaponize you mm. versus them just saying, oh, no, I what they can and can't do. And then you're like, anyway, it's and then do it with just a mind fuck. It's just it it is it is. Emotional psychic acrobatics out here in these streets for folks. And I want to empower and let mothers know that it's okay for you to take a week away. You don't need to feel ashamed. Your child will be better for it, to be completely honest, especially the folks that are holding it down majority of the time, anyway. So. Don't let the don't let Lucy get to you. Lucy, she be trying her mess. Oh, Try to fuck you up. Speaking of Lucy, I'm watching um, Stay Sweet on Netflix. Have you what seen that? that? Stay Sweet on Netflix is a documentary about Utah Mormons. They are wilding over there. Uh, who Mormon, Mormons? Mormons. The Mormons are they. That's that modern religion for you. You know, it's just starting like 1907. Like Jebediah Springfield started it or some shit like that. <laughs> it was just some man in the 70s like, yeah, I'm God. We get bitches. We get money. We homeschool our kids. <laughs> I
0: don't know if that's <laughs> what it is.
1: But okay. You guys
0: are no going to go to hell. No alcohol. I remember going to Utah and it was a Mormon school that I had to go to to for my old job, and I felt so uncomfortable because you know how I present, and then I'll never forget one of the people that I was with was like, "I need some coffee. I'm really, I'm really tired." And they all looked at him and was like, "They don't have any coffee on the campus." They or said, anywhere. "Not
1: the black man's energizing liquid." And hell yeah. no, that is the devil.
0: Yeah. The
1: anyway, it just shows the power of community. Community
0: can go. it's tricky (laughs) community is like water it could nourish you
1: it could drown you or it could
0: drown your mokey ass you'd be like wait a minute you better wait a minute
1: what they were uh, let me tell you that was community with a capital t t e a they was sipping some kind of kool-aid but it was a sect of mormons shout out to all the mormons i'm i'm sorry also, Canceled. yo while yo, <laughs> yo,
0: you can't you can't do
1: that. I can't understand it. It's okay. Um I'm a Gentile, I know. But this man, he looked like Bill Gates. It'd be the nerdiest niggas that got the most power, number one. You think it's these strong men that are wielding no. it. It's oh man. It's disturbing, but also their community was tight as fuck. Just like, oh, when you put your mind... Talk about landscapes.
0: Mm. Soundscapes. Landscapes, you, you said? Oh, child. Tricky. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's okay. We're learning every day. <laughs> <laughs> you help me, I help you. Keep going. Listen.
1: The pow- that's all I got to say. The power of community is real. <laughs> if we all organize like these whites... They had, from head to toe, ch- girl, they had their, listen, they would put their boys to work, right? And these were skilled workers. So they were like contractors, agriculturists, like farmers, mm-hmm. and they Labor was free because they used the work, the church would use the labor of the boys, and they're thousands deep. They're just procreating with their cousin, their second cousin. They mm-hmm. just like mice out this bitch, just having mad kids. And all the <laughs> boys. C, to get,
0: you just all call them the women's mice. Not th- it's
1: no, getting this tricky. Pati- this particular sect, <laughs> okay. this particular, the FDL or FLD, something like that, something with F, they <laughs> had nothing but free labor in terms of and doing construction work. Do you know how expensive construction work is? Half Uh. of the budget is labor. Free labor. Guess who their contractors were? Who girl? Walmart. Amazon. They were making millions of dollars with free labor. You lie. We gotta watch this shit. It's fascinating. I love watching it. Them whites. Them whites. Wow. Not a black, not a black soul in sight. They said, I'm telling you, Jebediah said, Springfield Juneteen. founded it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: and they love America. That's another thing. It was interesting. Anyway, that's, those are my updates. That's what's going on in my world.
0: My update is that I worked out three times last week and my body feels like I ran a marathon and I'm so upset by it, but I'm going to keep on going. I'm like, girl, you ain't even do that much. And they were not that hard of workouts, Shanti. They were not what I used to do. Like I used to be in there jumping like a chimp from bar to bar and acting a rank fool. This was not that. This was like dumbbells, simple squats, curls, and I was tired and I'm so, but you got to start off somewhere. So you we do. back at it. Go ahead, girl. Put do some more up. today. But I just couldn't believe that that old age thing crept up on me. Mm, so it's real. The way it yes. I said, oh, wait a minute. I feel it. I'm feeling it. Then I went to a march. Obviously, we're going to get into this. You all knew. And it was so you interesting. Everybody knew. was like, I can't wait to around the way. Not everybody, because we ain't. I hate when people do that. But some people reached out. I was like, can't wait to see what they got to say about this. Two people. This. Uh, we're definitely going to get into the Supreme Court Justice's ruling. Um, but I did go to a march. And while I was there, I was saddened, if I'm being completely honest. I I went I went back and forth about going. But my homegirl, shout out to Angie, wanted to go. Her man's kids wanted to go. they had never been to one so she was kind of like showing them the ropes and I was really happy to see these young girls out there engaged um but I just thought like how many marches have I been on like I had a blister on my foot I had Birkenstocks on I had sneakers on but how many what does it do what are we doing I guess it's to you know it's to it's to have, create some awareness. It's obviously, energetically, I think I needed it. But in the grand scheme of things, I just felt saddened. And I was saddened, too, because there were little to no black men there. Mm. And I passed one in Brooklyn, so it's not just where it was located. And little to no black men. And the black men who were there were very obviously um, of the queer community, which, grateful to you. But not many at all. Lots of cis hetero white men out there with their signs, with their women, um, in, in full support. So that was interesting to me. But I, my a friend of mine did bring up a, a, a point where he said he felt like a lot of black men, s- specifically don't say anything and i'm not giving them a pass on this but they don't say anything because the narrative is like my body my choice shut the fuck up you 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 don't say anything about my body you shouldn't be talking like men should not be talking about women's bodies so a lot of people interpret that as all right well i'm gonna shut the fuck up but really it's like no we need to excuse but that's the thing i don't excuse that but he was saying and he doesn't he was just saying like Unfortunately, a lot of men are like, well, I don't know where I fit in this conversation and I'm not going to f- try to figure it out because it just feels like you damned if you do, damned if you don't, and I'm good on it. Which is not the energy we need. I think that a lot of more men should be engaged in this fight. And I think that... Yes, babies the don't...
1: Women don't just have babies passively. You don't just wake up. Ain't that many Mother Mary's out there, child? We, we were questioning if there was even the one. So... Now,
0: that that part but I I I completely agree with you I think I don't know I don't know I don't know but that was interesting I do want to read I want y'all to know why I'm crazy the way I am you and I were talking about our white moms and you got a text from your white mom when this happened and you won't read it (laughs) I just want you to read half of it and you won't read it it's so funny to me But my white mom went the fuck off. And I can't read all of her texts because the government might come to her house. But she writes, (laughs) haven't been able to respond. Been really, really, really upset. This is an assault on women's rights. And it has me shaken to my core. 50 years gone. The Stepford era is upon us again. I go from crying to anger Let Congress know that the people, wait, let Congress know we the people refuse to pay for the protection of Supreme Court justices and their families when they refuse to protect us. Let's place every victim of mass violence along. At their, door, at their doorsteps, and every unwanted child at the White House steps. Buy your over-the-coun- over-the-counter pregnancy test now before companies gouge your eyes out because the day of having a positive pregnancy test on your medical record is gone. They better have put money aside for the mega increase in child abuse starting today. And they need to start hiring a ton of social workers. Let us boycott every state. No vacations in Florida. No Disney World. Let us not buy one product from the states with the strictest restrictions. Help in your neighborhood to organize, to get people voting. It's not easy, but with many of them now in the opposing party, we must fight. I said, no, she did not write a speech. Like she, she did. It that was, was the a way she wrote is that, it. She's a Barack Obama's speechwriter. <laughs> I was just like, wow. When I read that, it was like, let us not. It was, it was the bars. way that she wrote it. And what she's saying is not, it's not. And she said a lot more that I, again, will not read. But I love <laughs> that my mom, when she gets activated in this way,
3: Sure. She starts speaking like that.
0: It's not like, I'm so upset. It's it's not first person. It's just she is on Too the good. steps I'm a politician. of yes. the White House. <laughs> and speaking, and <laughs> it's just so great. So that is partly why I am as crazy as I am. And my dad called me his sweet soul and was like, I'm just checking on you. I want to call it check on you and your sister because this affects y'all, you know, and I'm here to fight. So... <laughs> I appreciate my parents. And I, I also want to give a big shout out to my dear friend, Black, The New Black. If you follow me on social media, you see me post him all the time. The New Black, no vowels. He is a, an artist, a musician, a painter, a photographer, a sketcher. I don't know all the things. I guess multimedia artists would be Real nigger. <laughs> more appropriate. But it is his birthday. He is bringing in cancer season with a bang. So shout out to all the cancer men out there. Interesting. (laughs) And all the cancers in general. Two cancers I love in my life, my sister and him. So shout out to you. You know who you are. Tina is
1: a cancer. Tina is such a cancer.
0: So yeah, happiest of birthdays. I'm actually tired because we were celebrating and playing table tennis until the wee hours of the morning. Cause that's what we do. We grown and we play table tennis.
1: I love that. Are you getting better?
0: Are you? Like, um, I won three times yesterday. Okay. Th- three, but I also think I won because he was trying like some new serve thing, and it <laughs> wasn't working.
1: You're just his guinea pig.
0: Yeah, basically, he doesn't really treat me with any real respect, so it's okay. But I did. I'm. I am getting better, but I had not been doing it for. I. I, I haven't done it in a minute. So, anyway. Also, I want to thank everyone who has went online and rated, and subscribed, and shared, and commented on Around the Way Whoa. Curls. Please continue to do that. Um, much appreciated. I can see it having a bit of an effect, an impact, an impact on Activate. our listenership. So please continue oh. to do such things. All right, hot shit. Where we at? I, late in my
1: Netflix, uh, shout out to Netflix and the 300 more employees. Netflix is going down. They just laid off 300 more, a total of 450 employees, many of which are black women. Because um, they don't give a fuck. Um, but anyway, I have been on Netflix. I watched that Stay Sweet. And now... I'm like, what do I want to watch? I need to be distracted. I, I, I can't listen to my thoughts, and so I started Ozark. And I just love to see white years men late, all the time do their devilment. I love watching white, <laughs> cunning white men and the legal shit that is just pervasive in this world. It's like great to watch on TV, but like also mean? all that they do majority of the time. But um, they are acting their
0: asses off gets, oh my it gets even better god it gets even whoever better.
1: that little that the what's his name what's the main character jason bateman
0: mean? yo he's so good he's laura so lenny is good too good yeah
1: the 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 oh i i can't even have you know gotten
0: to have you met ruth yet Do you yes know ruth yeah yeah i like ruth is incredible and Ruth is now going to be playing... That actress is going to be playing Madonna in a biopic.
1: Makes sense. Perfect, perfect sense. <laughs>
0: That's so oh, perfect. Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah. No, I, I fuck with Ruth. Um, she's an interesting character. Interesting character. But I am with the show. Buckle shits. up, baby. I'm excited for it season. I have yet to finish the season, but I'm, I'm here for it. Um, I want to shout out Philadelphia. I mentioned last week that we attended the Juneteenth celebration um, w- in which a lot of just fine ass black people were out. Like <laughs> zaddies were out. Milk duds were just abundant. The black mm. women were just showing up and showing out. I loved it. And the folks responsible for organizing that event and have, Um, Some more events planned for the summer are called the Black Soul Summer Series. So if you go on Instagram and you search that, you'll stay connected with them and all the events that they have. The next event will be on July 16th at the Sunflower Garden. I don't know what it's called. Sunflower, John? I don't know. Something sunflower. Um, The event's called the One Love Block Party. So again, the last event was... Just back-to-back DJs, good vibes, free drinks, vendors. Disable Collective was out there. It was fun. Try to get Antoinette to come out to this one. I'm coming. So if if, you, if Antoinette's on the scene, and it's the place to be because Antoinette only shows her faces in places that, that is not true. are popping. So the queen, is, the princess is coming. So come out to Philly. Come say hi. And that's all I have.
0: Um, I want to bring some attention to Jasmine's new track on the Elvis movie oh. soundtrack, which I thought was interesting. But I'm happy that she's getting into soundtracks and things like that. Maybe she can fuck around and get a get an Oscar one day. But um, this, she sang "Motherless Child" with the help of somebody's choir, and baby, it's two minutes and forty four seconds of artistry at its best. I said, what the fuck? It's just weird. Like I played it last night in front of folks and they were, we all just sat there afterwards and was like, what do you do with that? Like, mm, I, I can't, what do you do with it? It's silly. It's silly. So have you heard it?
1: No, I'm excited to listen. Oh, to she it tore
0: too. it up. So I'm make sure beast. you check that out. It's just, I, I, I wish we had more of this sound from her. It's probably my favorite sound. But she she I can't she ate wait to up. see he
1: I hope she can I hope she can perform it live somewhere. I don't Again, know how really prominent
0: want... it is on the album or, or on the soundtrack. I don't know if it's like a prominent song in the film or I don't have any interest in seeing the Elvis. I know and Elvis I think everybody's
1: film. yeah, everybody's but. really upset about this m- movie, but
0: yeah, she oh, I think that? Her involvement, it, they, there's a lot of black artists involved in the soundtrack because they were trying to make sure they highlighted the fact that he, Elvis was inspired and stole black art. They didn't say stole, but inspired. <laughs> Buy it tricky. Next up, this is not an ad, but for everybody that has stomach problems, and people know that I have stomach problems, there is a new prebiotic soda drink. It is. It ranges from 15 to 20 calories. And it is delicious. It tastes, this, it's called poppy. It's expensive <laughs> as fuck. It's, this is $3. Sometimes it could be more than that. I bought, if you buy a case, it, the case of 12 is like 20 something do, It's stupid. Like, but it really does a bargain. help. And it just tastes delicious. And if you can treat yourself once a month to a case, it, I highly, highly recommend it. And when I get smart enough to know what the difference between prebiotic and probiotic is, I will let you, you gonna know. you going to talk about it. I will yes. talk about it because yes. Google is, information is at our fingertips at all times. Pre, okay?
1: before pro.
0: Yes. Is uh, we know that.
1: Stimulates pro black. Pre is before blacks. <laughs>
0: Come on, Con, come on. <laughs> I love Latin. you.
1: That's Latin at its best right <laughs> That's there. That's that
0: prefix shit. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, check that out. And I I think we need to talk about gut health on this podcast. I really do. I, I want to find I, somebody more more I, knowledgeable than I.
1: Secret, I'm at a very young age. No, when I like started wearing my denim skirts and my, when I went through my like Afrocentric spiritual phase, 16, 17, I was obsessed with poops. I've read all of the colonic books. I have to send you this one book, and enemas, high enemas, high colonics. I think we don't talk about poop enough. No,
0: and your, it's, it's your a real indicator in of your gut. health. Yes,
1: disease starts in your gut.
0: Disease starts in your gut. Cancer can start in your all of that disease. Your body Dis- has to rid ease. itself of that waste. I just saw that most people are walking around with 10 to 20 pounds of toxic waste in them. Just I, sitting I in there rotting. Book. That's terrible. But he
1: takes pictures. He's a doctor that does treatments, high colonic treatments. So the pictures start with people that like have inflamed um what's it called? swollen ankles and like peeling skin. Mhm. Sick. They're sick, sick people. And then he shows the treatments week one where he does the high colonics. Week two, week three. And he shows them just go back. Their body just like Slowly, heal itself. Yeah. And then he shows the waste that he pulled out of the people's bodies. And again, for a little kid, that shit is lit. You like poop. Look at all these types of poops. And it's terrible. It's terrible what is Hold just on. sitting in our bodies. Uh-oh, what's wrong? It's a Spider? mosquito
0: right here, and I'm gonna get it. Hold on, child. Wow, this is it's live been in action. Beating me up and terrorizing me. Little bitch. Got it too. All right, moving right along. <laughs> um, versus baby. <laughs> Ooh yeah. Ooh yeah, baby. First of all, for all of the East Coast watchers, that was hell. Ah! It was. It was like, I gotta go to sleep. I gave up on it after a certain amount of time. I was actually with... That was supposed to be part of my update. Hanging out with Asante and Zeus Network. That That is hell. I'm going to bring that up at a later date. But versus Ray J and Bobby V versus Pleasure P and Sammy. That was a mess. That was just... Lawlessness. That was. I was frustrated. I was entertained. I was embarrassed and I was ashamed. I, I was like, "Is there a technical
1: issue? Like, what is it? The mics are super, super clear,
0: or do these niggas really sound like this? They sound like that. They sound like that. Ray J wasn't getting any respect." <laughs>
1: Did he deserve it though,
0: Ray J? I just what feel does Ray so. Ray and, and the saddest to the part community. was that Ray J has the he has tunes. Listen to me, tunes. He's got tunes, and Manny. he just it's Ray J. And I think it's a, now that verses is not just you sit there and play the track. Now it's like you come out and actually perform it. And it's your whole your swag is on display. Your this, your that, your sound performance. Your his, the history of you. Poor Ray J, I, Poor and he, all he, of them. And he was—they they were arguing and fussing with each other. It was like pathetic. It was that's the word. And you know what? That I saw a tweet that was that said, "Hear me out. All of the all of the openers for the last verses. Let's get them on a reality show ASAP." And I'm like, that would be brilliant. I'm the way that they were fussing. I just could have These grown men. And I was shocked by Pleasure P. I really did not think. He sounded good. And Sammy sounded the best out of all of the openers. Sammy. And Sammy's little grown soap. I said, Sammy sound good. But baby, that Bobby Valentino. Oh, hmm, Marion. Ray J. I said, what happened? Oh, Marion. We didn't get there yet. We're going to go. <laughs> We're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> we can go. But I'm praying for Ray J and them um, because that was a mess. And then the what's his name? The host dude, D-Ray. He didn't you know what he got himself into. And then he just resorted to being as nutty as they were at times. And then he would try to reel it in awkwardly. It was just like, get the fuck off the stage. And then they were so angry. They were talking shit about Swizz and them because they wanted to keep performing. I say, y'all, stop. <laughs> stop. You, can openers. you see
1: what happens to these men that got a lot of tension at a certain age for doing very little? That like, part. Wow. They're not. They didn't. Their work. What is it? Their workman. What is it called? Not workmanship. Their what's the, showmanship. They never really had Mm-mm. to ever have true showmanship. They aren't. Could you imagine Michael Jackson and somebody up there? like y'all ain't have joe jackson as your dad y'all ain't have no fucking training at all and it shows all you've had was attention that you didn't deserve and this entitlement that your old ass
0: out that of, is a good ass point, out of fancy.
1: sink ass gonna go up there and blow the fucking roof off with no actual training or talent
0: get the fuck out of here child well so let's get to the main event I said on C, the thing is, I was nervous for Mario because I did not think Mario had the tunes. And honestly, if we're thinking about it, Omarion probably does have a a larger catalog than him. But Omarion embarrassed himself to a degree that I just felt, I felt terrible for him. I really did. I I, I woke up and thought... I hope somebody checked on him because the, the embarrassment that he must have. Oh, and then I was thinking to myself, and his ladies with Tay, well, his ex is with Tay Diggs. And I got it. I was like, oh, she likes cornball guys, but Tay Diggs is actually like really talented and funny and, and corny. Okay? And so it's just a, a better, it just fits. But that Omarion, Marion, and Mario was mean. Mario was he from mean. Baltimore. Stop
1: fucking playing yo, with me, and yo. And it sh-
0: it showed like yeah, Mario came out there from the gate with playing him about the B2K not being there, and he knew why B2K wasn't there because the dude w- was sleeping with his lady. <laughs> God, his ex. It was just messy. And then on Marion's his rebuttals were really bad. Like, oh, he. It, it's as if he's never been on Twitter or heard nobody read anyone before. It just. He sounded not very good. He brought his brother out, and it was so cheap and gross with the watermelon stunt that I guess he thought went viral because his brother was eating watermelon on Good Mom's Bad Choices, but it wasn't viral enough because everyone was just disgusted. Uh, what? It just... Was a disaster for him. It was
1: brown skin privilege. You can see the consequence of brown skin, oh, no. good hair Shut
0: privilege. Up.
1: Yes, it is. But Mario, there is a spiritual consequence to brown I, skin. Let me good, tell you how I'm not Indian hair that. as a man, it I'm is. Not touch, you I'm not you, you think you think, but you don't have. Girl. Get it together.
0: But shout out to Mario because Mario. Can still sing. I don't think Mario is as good as... Everybody was like, Mario is one of the best voices. I said, all right. He was off a little bit too at times. But Mario had some shit. And a lot of it, honestly, a lot of their catalog, I did not know. People were singing. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. But the stuff I did know, I was with the shits. I really was. But I didn't realize that Mario had written certain things for people either. Either way, I just... Omarion, oh, I think, had zero wins from that night. And then Fizz,
1: I, listen, I was never a B two, I was never R and B girl, but apparently one of the kids, Fizz from B two K, went in on him online, ripped him apart. All of them apart. did.
0: They all did.
1: They got because apparently Omarion did them the same- all really dirty. They did. He he played really dirty. And again. Wanted this well, detention felt entitled to attention that he didn't deserve. Well, he was the
0: lead of the group. I don't know what he did dirty. I don't know the ins and outs of that, but Fizz well, was also the it. one I think Go that ahead. was sleeping with his lady right after that was a mess. Because, I mean, a full relationship with a baby mom. Shit. That's tricky. But baby, versus a mess. It's a hot mess. And I keep seeing in these fucking comments. Chris Brown and Usher, and that makes me so mad. I think it's disrespectful to Usher. I really do. Usher paved the way for Chris Brown. Mm. That is weird to me. Chris Brown and Usher is weird to me. Usher has a diamond album. It, I just, no, I don't like it. But, Shanti, someone in my hopped in my DMs and said, okay, hear me out. Usher versus Justin Timberlake. (sighs) Now, when I said this to you yesterday, you were like, oh, that's it. That's it. And then I have an unpopular opinion, Shanti, and I think Uh you may as well. What? After sitting, last night I sat with Justin Timberlake's catalog, and I went back and fetched it, Sankofa moment, even with the whites. And I put a playlist together.
1: No, I said, go for with the whites. That and is, I said <laughs> blasphemy.
0: Unpopular opinion, Justin Timberlake will wash Usher.
1: No, I hate to say it. I no! said it.
0: I said Internet, it. you're taking it too far now. I have to him. sit with this as well. He will wash him. Listen, I'm gonna let you talk, but I'm gonna let you finish. But I'm gonna come back with why. But go ahead, he will wash him, Shanti. I don't want to see it for the culture. I would be upset, I'll be like, not this white man. up here hear your Usher. We don't need it. No, civil rights. I would be really upset. But I'm telling you, even if even if Justin didn't go ahead, I'm gonna let you go. Go ahead. Even if Justin didn't tap into his his insane shit, because that's probably not going to play with that audience, he would was still wash him. And it it hurts, it pains me to say it. But okay. Go ahead.
1: Let me say something. Now, when you said that, wash, I felt it. I felt it because I've been I've been searching for the person that is his contemporary, right? Like, it's for me in the Usher um, verses. They have to be contemporaries mm-hmm. in some way. I don't think that Chris Brown is unreasonable because Usher paved the way for him because I don't think Usher is that I think Usher is is beloved I think Usher's talented I think Usher rode caught and rode and hung on to and created in some ways a wave that really impacted the culture at a specific time but Usher's not Innovative to me. Usher's just on the back of Janet Jackson and Michael Jackson. And Chris Brown is continued in that legacy of like this kind of like Agreed. dancing, singing phenomenon. But when I'm thinking about the contemporaries of Usher, it's either a woman or it makes sense for it to be Justin. It makes sense to me. I think it could be Justin Timberlake. It could. It makes sense. Would we ever want to see that actually happen? Should we allow that to happen? I think
0: not. I think that Justin... <sighs> Who would win, Shanti? Who would no, win? No, I don't know. Who would win? You, you got to say it. Confessions no. does not... I play them back to back. I Anthony, play... The, okay, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Confessions against what Justin Timberlake album? Don't say 2020 Vision, because it ain't it.
0: Wait, it's not... It's No, this is track for track. Confessions, the project, is better than any... I, I think as a project, it's went diamond. It's, it's like the project is like, oh shit. But confession, you play seduction and then you play rock your body. The things on a versus stage, it doesn't match. Like Usher can't keep up with the powerhouse songs that Justin has. Like, and I don't, I, you got to realize know. that Justin it would be had a good a, show. No, I don't it agree. Wouldn't. I don't no, want to see I, it. It's it, scaring I, me.
1: It should Shanti. never happen. Don't they dare think about making that happen. That would be... Girl. <laughs> now put on the Usher song.
0: Oh, uh, Only Justin.
1: No, that's not fair. That's... No. Not Sierra.
0: Do you hear this? He has a Pharrell and Timberland era. Do you hear this? Do you hear? It? What's his name? Had the um, what's the name? Boys. Do you hear this? I hear you. Do you hear I it? I hear you. Do you hear I, it? I, I I do you don't, hear it?
1: I don't. I think he's he's up there with him. He's up he, there with him. Shanti, he's he's his contemporary. Not. Suit and he tie, is, girl. Get. Internet,
0: no. You forgot about this. You... Wait for the beat to drop.
1: This is, anti- this is anti-black. Let's stop this conversation. It
0: is. That's why I don't want to see it. Stop. No. And then, and then you got your, it's trick But wait, the thing that took me over the edge. I don't it, think you're wait, playing wait, wait. all the The thing Usher that took me over the edge, right, was then when I looked and I said, all right, well, let's see what they wrote. Bitch. <laughs> Justin Timberlake? Blow by Beyonce. Partition by Beyonce. Justin Timberlake wrote partition? Yes. He co-wrote that with her. He wrote some shit for Reba McIntyre that was, like, number one on the country charts. Justin B. in his writing bag. He also wrote Rocket for Beyonce. I'm trying to tell you, you can't. And I looked up and said, what did Usher write? Usher wrote one song for somebody else, and it was J-Lo's. Get right for the night. What's up? We can get right up. Uh, That does not compare to Partition. I don't ever want to see it. It's anti-black. And then I could just see Timberland up there up. dancing around and shit. I think we shit. should
1: edit this out. though.
0: We're not editing it out. It, and I know this, people are this, gonna be it. mad at me, but that's not in sync. Bye bye bye. Tricky. See, I mean, I, see the mirrors,
1: blacks. The blacks mirrors, don't fuck with Justin. I love mirrors.
0: He has so much. And I, part of the problem is that Usher and Usher has some shit. Like I was naming stuff. I was I was really in Usher's corner until i put that justin timberlake playlist together and i my heart sank what you putting a playlist together girl whose team are you on i put a playlist together to see like well it was supposed to be justin versus usher and then i'd never put usher stuff in there because i was like wow mm. usher's got it unpopular usher's, opinion it's an unpopular opinion but princess. you know what i'm out here freeing people yet again it's tricky out here. I'm talking about versus stage, Justin up there flailing and dancing around, acting all crazy. I just don't know. I love Usher to death. Usher has a residency I want to go to in Vegas. I think I hold Usher. I don't want Chris Brown near Usher because I don't think it works. I think it's but disrespectful. But
1: you know what? You know what? Usher is aging 50 times better You than skip my next Justin thing. Timberlake.
0: What are you don't trying to do say? Don't do that. That's rude. You cannot compare white and black aging. That's unfair. (laughs) But really quickly, really quickly, I also went through, because of course, Jay-Z always comes up. Who could do Jay-Z? Another unpopular opinion. Jay-Z will wash any fucking body.
1: Michael Jackson, get the fuck out of
0: here. Listen, no. Listen to me. What?
1: What did you just say?
0: Listen to me, listen to me. You
1: think Jay-Z's catalog listen will t- wash Michael Jackson?
0: Listen to me. <gasps> listen to I me. I kind
1: of have chills right now. <laughs> like to me. I can't trust you. Okay, what? That's fine.
0: Listen to me. I went through a Jay-Z playlist that I have. Okay? This listen. The Jay-Z I, playlist I think you, and I I'm, I'll be let me finish. The Jay-Z playlist has 118 songs on it that is widely recognizable. Half of them were hits. Jay-Z, I need you to understand, is for the world, for the record of number one albums on the Billboard Billboard charts. It's not Michael Jackson. It's not Janet. It's not Beyonce. It's Jay motherfucking Z. I don't think that we realize. I didn't realize until I went through that thing, that. That playlist I have, and I'm happy to link it in the in the description. Internet. Michael. Ja- Let me finish. Internet. Let me finish. <laughs> Michael Jackson as an artist, iconic. Jay Z as an artist, iconic. I'm not comparing Jay Z to. That's not my point. I'm not thinking about Michael Jackson. But what I'm saying is, nobody's catalog has been more consistent than Jay Z. Nobody has 118 songs. Maybe Mike, but I'm talking what? about. I'm talking about Quincy Are you Jones. out of your mind? Then put hundred and eighteen Michael you, Jacksons. I will How many albums? Easily. How many Easily. albums is? How many albums does Michael Jackson even know, fucking have? But are you he don't have your enough. mind. He died. He doesn't have enough albums. Like I'm saying, even people with passed, the so albums let that me he finish. has, one Michael Jackson against Jay Z, one hundred and eight. Jay is gonna win. One, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not talking about verses. I'm not talking twenty songs. I'm talking about one hundred and eighteen. And I I don't know all of Jay Z's shit like. Where that. are you getting
1: one hundred and eighteen from? I don't I'm give talking a about fuck. my
0: personal playlist of like I these songs. I remember on the radio I remember these songs in the fucking street You couldn't oh, go anywhere without intimate. hearing this shit What? No. Listen to me 118 no. of Jay Z's motherfucking song no. He's up there with Quincy Jones He's up there with Harold Arlen He's no. up there with like The great Dizzy fucking Gilles Like he's up Duke no. Ellington status Of like no. repertoire You might not like him And you might be like oh my god it's Jay Z Like he's just rapping When you When you look at his catalog it's Internet. it's wild to me. There's very few people that can bitch, and I'm I'd be happy to play all 118 motherfucking <laughs> songs. It's Internet. retarded. Internet. It's retarded, Shanti. He's I'm trying to tell there. you like, you're I, not ready. I love Jay-Z. I agree. You're not but ready.
1: The, but and I, I Jay-Z think, again. I'm talking specifically. I wasn't about talking Jay-Z. about that. Well, you said Jay Z right, well is put, up there, put a, and put so your, when you're talking about Michael who's Jackson up there with Jay-Z, together, it would be Michael Jackson. All right, Jackson.
0: this is a pay, this is Patreon content. Put Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jackson has definitely songs that are. They far surpassed Jay Z. Like th- you're gonna play a Michael Jackson song, "I'm Bad" or "Thriller," and that shit took over the world. That's not what I'm saying. Michael Jackson before "Bad" and "Thriller." That's when his peak was going. Of course, Michael t- Jackson. Listen to me. No, his peak was That's not going down crazy. in "Thriller." You don't know what you're talking about. But I, when but, it comes to ABC, I said all that bad, shit, bad. all of that shit. When you, you're gonna play the song, and Jay Z's song is not gonna compare in terms of. Reach in terms of how big the song and is, no. It. But what I'm saying and is, Michael Jackson doesn't. I don't. I don't know if he has 118 of them. But what them. does
1: that have to do with anything? But that's I my, don't, I'm,
0: th- that's I, the point that I'm making. You're talking about something else. You're talking about actually like the song and how the, the reach the, and the, the depth. Yeah, I'm talking, the about, artists,
1: the artists, I'm not not talking about the, the artist. I'm not talking about the artist. You're not
0: listening. I'm not talking about the artist. I'm talking about the actual what Jay Z put out as his body of work. There are 118 of them bitches that all like, and more that's fucking slap. And what I'm saying is it's very hard. Nobody's catalog. Like, so it's so hard to have a catalog that long and that fucking good. And yes, there are Michael Jackson songs that went and did way more than Jay-Z. There's the, you're going to have the Fuji People. I just like the Fuji's have certain songs that are going to slap harder than certain Jay-Z songs, but they don't have the catalog of him. That's what I'm saying. Like, you you can't even hold sure, all of the I, songs that Jay-Z put out like we can't fathom it. When I I literally went through and played every single song and my friend was in the car like freaking out. Like this does not make any fucking sense. I forgot about this. I forgot. He just put shit out he just kept, it, it okay. just was so consistent All and right. wouldn't stop. If that's like, your that's argument. wild. Cool,
1: cool, cool. I don't have anything to say. Yeah, I'm not say saying that Jay Z is better
0: that. than Michael Jackson as an artist. Didn't that's say he fucking was better, crazy. But
1: if, if they were to go toe to toe, 118, I think that speaks more to. If they were to go toe to toe, 118
0: songs, I think. And I he don't would know. would still
1: beat him. And I Michael would still affect you and I, tap into you. If you it's hear not about effect. You're not listening. I'm not talking about
0: effect. I'm saying he would run out. At some point. And Jay and has still, more to and keep putting still, out.
1: And still. That's all, but that's all
0: I'm saying. He would okay, run out. I, Beyonce I would run out. So.
1: Okay. They I guess, would run out of songs to play. Quantity versus quality. Quantity versus range. All of them songs are quality, quantity though. Versus, they might not be.
0: They might not be sure, the, the global like sensations Michael Jackson. That, Michael Jack- that some of not Michael, Jackson's like Michael shit Jackson shit was. But every Jay-Z song on that playlist that I have is a fucking A+. plus. Easy. It's not. A, I
1: would. I wouldn't argue that. But an Easy. A is, says I a lot. Argue I don't think it. so. I don't you agree. Tripping. But we can move on. I Go don't ahead. agree with that at all. That feels.
0: I. I don't. I quite bet understand you. I know. I felt the same way I until quite, I, I fucking quite. played it. Go ahead and put your Michael Jackson plays together. It's going to be like fifty songs.
1: I don't do that kind of stuff
0: when there. I, and I don't, he got one eighteen. Time for that. Okay. Right. Exactly.
1: I don't. You
0: I talking don't. About so pure what if you got one
1: eighteen? And that's what music is—not quantity of how much songs you produce. But that's not what I'm, ta- not what about- I'm talking about. Michael Jackson about. is a worldwide phenomenon from that catalog.
0: H- I specifically said catalog. I I didn't say. Can I finish,
1: Antoinette? Can I finish? Go ahead. Michael Jackson started when he was like, what, six or something years old? I don't know his catalog off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure he's produced and written if it's talking about his influence and who he's touched, if if we're expanding that. If not. More than Jay Z, but equivalent to 118 songs. I don't know. I'm just I can do. i artist do the the Jay-Z, history of
0: it. But as an artist, not what he wrote for other people. As an artist, his tracks. And just so you know, there's no R. Kelly bullshit on there. Just so you know, his tracks, the tracks that are on his albums, 118.
1: Okay, that's I don't wild. know the numbers from Michael Jackson, but I'm pretty sure that there it's prolific. He's been doing sure this since he too. was like six years old. I'm just saying old. most people. Pretty sure. And I'm not talking about
0: impact. I'm not talking about how it makes you feel. I'm just talking about pure catalog. Well, I think
1: I'll, I'll do the research, but I'm pretty sure Mike, uh, Mike has 118. He's been, he was doing it since he was Go ahead. in put the it, womb. Put it there. together, queen. Probably won't, but.
0: Put it, all it together. Right.
1: That was crazy. Wow. God help us all. I'm right. just,
0: well, you brought Michael Jackson. I'm trying to big up Jay Z. That's what people do. That's what they do to try to divide you, y'all. Don't get it twisted. No, I just don't agree. She trying to divide Jay Z
1: versus the world. I uh, Jay Z, like, Jay Z is wonderful. And I don't think, like, J- Usher, we've been looking for somebody that could go against him that feels right. And Justin Timberlake is wrong, but it feels right. I don't know who could go against him. Justin Jay-Z. Timberlake will wash us, sadly. It, it, it I does hate to not. It doesn't be
0: a person. I hate to be that person. I'm going to get what? in trouble again. Justin what? Timberlake will wash usher. I hate to be this person. I hate to break hearts.
1: Wash is a big word.
0: Wow.
1: He would they get need him out here. create some requirements around this.
0: And it wouldn't be 20 songs. Like Justin just has, uh, Justin just. Well, he looks wash, tired wash and and I hope be, he's okay. Wash might be, uh, I don't even know what, like Wash might be ridiculous for me to say. I'm saying that he would win, sadly, and I would hate to see it. And I don't want to see it ever. He would win. Usher would stand on his own. Usher has mad shit. I, I don't think Usher doesn't have anything. That's stupid, but Justin.: I would didn't be know him. he wrote
1: all of those
0: things. Anyway, go ahead and talk about change and white he, people. Let's calm down.
1: Well, again, the ways in Justin and seeing whatever he did, I don't know where he Jesus. was at D.C. or, or uh, where was he? He was doing some kind of step. The whole time I thought he was crip walking. I didn't even know what the hell kind of step he did. But he apologized for it and building his career off of black music. But he doesn't look good. His wife looks wonderful. But Justin, I'm surprised at how Justin is aging. And they say the whites don't age as well. And I think that for the most part, that's true, except for my white mom. My white mom is doing great. That listen, I'm not sure that's a giving
0: bias. Mom. She is that but. See my mom is Asian.
1: Is she is my white mom is Asian like a like a vegan or some shit like a real real Slavic ethnic white. She got some strong genes in her somewhere. But we wanted to talk about some whites that were aging well and that are going against the myth that they just cracked. Is it a
0: myth? Wait. And do... It. <laughs> Wait. It's a myth or...
1: I don't know. Some of them are doing okay. Robert Downey Jr. doing okay. I put okay. him on there. He is. This is true. Jeffrey. Jeffrey could still fuck... Jeffrey Goldblum could still fuck all. He could get back so many women. That's more and, his... he's, and as he gets older, he's just getting... The white men...
0: That, that's more his his... His kind of way of being too, though, as well no, as well. He's, in addition, he's
1: handsome, and he he's is. only getting handsomer. You more know who ha- else is aging handsomer. well and getting handsomer? Who looks better? I don't. In their is old handsomer
0: age? a thing? Stop saying it. To saying me, that. it
1: is more handsome. <laughs> I think Larry David.
0: No, that's if you look where... at
1: if you look at pictures of Larry <laughs> David.
0: <laughs> Larry David is young. not handsome at all. Ever. <laughs> that's when the problem you look at pictures you. when he's young. You might have me on a Michael Jackson thing, but you don't have me on this Larry David thing, Queen. Like but when this is you ridiculous. See Larry David
1: now, he looks better. The balding actually did him justice. And I think he's a swaggy aging well. He he's, he looks energetic. In terms of aging, he still has a swag. He still has the balance of mind rich. as well. His skin is
0: good. His no his what? He, oh, looks he got good. melanoma. I gotta go. I can't. I don't know Helen who Paul Marin. Rudd
1: is. Who's Paul Rudd?
0: Paul, See, Paul Rudd is Ant-Man from the Marvels. He looks good. Oh, Paul I
1: love Rudd him. Paul Rudd still
0: looks good. He was in, yes, what was that does. movie? Clueless and was cute then yes. and still cute.
1: He hasn't aged nearly, girl.
0: No, I Wow. Know. You're welcome.
1: 1969. You're welcome. Oh.
0: Helen Maron, I think is, I just love her. And I, and I think Meryl Streep and Jamie Lee Curtis- I
1: agree. Gorgeous. Sally woman. Fields. She got a little work done, but she's looking good. She looks great. And who's great. my
0: main girl who got all the work? She got a bunch of work done, but I love her. My activist Bay. What's her name? You ain't put her down here. Who? My f- white feminist activist Bay, who's also a black feminist too, but she's white. Wait, what? she understands <laughs> the difference. She understands the difference. She'd be like, white feminism ain't gonna get us free. What's her name? Who are you talking about? My girl, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Fine. Looks great. She got work
1: done, baby, but it's good work. It looks good on her. Jamie Lee Curtis, aging well. Yeah. She looks, and when I say aging, it doesn't mean that they don't look old. They look, they're older, they look like, clearly. They're, they're but they're embracing
0: it in a way vital. that's like. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. They look vitality. They look good. I think Angelina
0: br- Jolie's doing well. I do. She. Her and her she, daughter. She. she dancing Listen, her little ass off, this little st- white girl. I don't know what's up with this podcast, but we big up whites, because <laughs> Sh- Shiloh, I don't <laughs> know if y'all saw Shiloh and her hip-hop dance or whatever she was doing, child. Not Shiloh, I said, shit. Sh- Shiloh was out here popping, dropping. She was giving it to the girls, and it I was said, little, wow.
1: I said, Shiloh, go off.
0: She went the fuck go off. Go off, Shiloh. I think Brad Pitt. Is aging well. Oh, and David David Beckham.
1: No. David Beckham? No. David Beckham looks good. And his wife looks good.
0: Victoria got even with her work She's scaring me.
1: It still looks good. But uh, Brad Pitt, no. He looks like what he's been through.
0: I think what they're doing is wearing their sunscreen. I think they're drinking their water. And for the most part, I think these people are unproblematic. And they mind their fucking business. Honestly, on that list...
1: That's how maybe many the people key are all it? in
0: the? That, yeah, how many people are all in the shits? I don't know. I don't think a whole lot. Sally None Fields. I think they're all very.
1: Sally Fields been speaking her truth about uh-huh. her abuse as a child, letting it out.
0: I listen to Angel- her autobiography. Angelina is the probably
1: problematic in the rituals and the blood that she drinks and the, the
0: I don't think she does that anymore. Anger
1: that she holds inside of her the.
0: She's very angry with her father, but she speaks her truth about it, and she does good in the True. world.
1: True. True.
0: So, if you're white listening to this, I think the way for you to stay healthy and stay beautiful is to drink your water, mind your fucking business, and get behind folks when it, in the fight for equality. There you go. I didn't even That's realize the, that until I looked at the list. Fuck a clinic.
1: And said, it? Fuck a filler. Yeah, that ain't it. <laughs> you know what else is? I'm questioning. To be an abolitionist. This- This is a real focus on whites, more so. More questions than anything. I I saw Amber Rose's recent video. Have you watched it? No, and I did listen to the
0: song. Get your whole one, huh? Okay.
1: Amber Rose is back. She has a video with Manny Fresh. Everyone's favorite
0: lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) Manny
1: Fresh. Looks like everybody's family lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got a Manny Fresh in their life. Let me say, Shout you got Manny Fresh wearing that sports bra presenting. Hoy, You
0: down, you made it, baby.
1: <laughs> she has grills. She's doing, she's doing a whole ghetto fabulous thing. Grills, chains, twerking. Get your hoe on. And... She looks like the white girl from Zola. She feels like the white girl from Zola where you're like doing this black thing, but you don't like, is Amber white black? She's saying nigga. Can
0: she, she say she, nigga? Is she saying it? Yes. Can she? I think Amber Rose is black. Can you is say she, nigga? I just, it's all confusing to me. Can I? I don't see it.
1: i That's, you know what? And this is bringing, we talked about it next week, last week, and it's important, right? Because these, these ambiguously race beings are coming into the world more and more. These mm. lightly pigmented children are coming into the world more and more. What are the Can rules? they say, nigga, what are the rules? If you are an eighth black... Can you say if you're a quarter black? No, if you're an eighth black. So, internet, I don't you're think half it's an black. Eighth.
0: Listen, her father is Irish and Italian. Her mother is Cape Verdean and Scottish. Girl, she's a. It's giving white. Cape Verdean is African, but she's sixteenth.
1: I don't know the. She's not sixteenth. That's she's okay, that's that's what? a fourth. She's a fourth black then.
0: <laughs> so then she 16. has a child.
3: There <laughs>
0: She has a child. fractures <laughs> <Them> fractions, bad. <amen. laughs> that was crazy. What did I say? <laughs> Sixteen.
1: Her child. Well, can't she say it? What? Are the, what is the? What is the math?
0: What are the fractions? Because I don't know. It's only who's getting saying it around more and more her. complicated. Who's saying it around her? What? Who? What the hell? We don't know what battery was put in her back by Wiz or Kanye or any other other many people that she's been. I don't. It's just I don't, and who decides if she can say it? Who? Like why? we need a we need a council. Like we, who makes the decision?
1: Because it's the the biracial kids are coming and they're and then the the kids that are quarter black mess with somebody else that's, that's mixed as well. It. And then what happens? I And then the culture the, you know, everybody's just taking on the black culture. So you think you got a little bit of your, yeah, 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 ancestry's black a little bit, even though you don't look it, and you're walking around saying this word. I feel like the word. I feel like.
0: I think it has soon, to do more with phenotype now. I, I do. If you look it, like, then maybe you could say it. If you don't, you got to shut the fuck up. If you look but what racially if you're ambiguous. Half black? What if you're I like, don't say it, Shanti. If I say it, it's very seldom and it might be with you. And it's like because I'm talking about something very specific. But I'm I don't well, use that at all. Because, because I'm Because you
1: don't well, well, that's a whole other conversation. That's I a whole I don't already. use it
0: because one, my dad didn't play that. He didn't want to hear that shit. And he don't use it. So that's really a big part of it. And two. All the shit I get for get on this podcast at the time, I'm I, I think I look black, but people be like, "You are racially ambiguous." Shut the fuck up, you light skin white thing. And I'm that's not
1: the pervasive. Feeling that's that's the energy. You. That's
0: what you're not getting. No,
1: I feel Shanti, like you don't
0: you. you don't get it. Phenotypically, you can get away with more shit than me. Period. Brown skin. Nobody privilege. looks at you and thinks, oh, yeah, she's white. Not a fucking soul.
1: No well, one. I really think that the N word is now going to be, become universally used. I think that that rule is going to slow. I think within our generation, we're going oh to God. see. I hate to see it. It be used universally
0: because it's it's getting. Like, can The Rock say it? Isn't he a little bit black? Like, can Vin Diesel say it? I'm sure he says it. He looks so white. Get the fractions. We gotta have
1: the rules to this. Is Mariah Carey saying it. Mariah can because that's a real nigger right
0: there. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. I gotta go. All right. <laughs> she can't. You can say it too. I don't, anybody? I don't. I don't. I don't. But Amber like, can't. Mariah and Amber are the same makeup. Are they? They're not the same. Like Scott this just that, but Mariah is a fourth. She's not half black. She has a a biracial parent. See, I remember you saying that.
1: See,
0: y'all just be making the rules. They got to be consistent across the board.
1: It has to be. We need. And and again, we're going to have to reckon with them more and more because these kids are coming. I went to the Juneteenth parade. I saw what's happening. (laughs) I see what's down the pipeline.
0: I think people need to call in and let us know their thoughts on this. I really do want to hear the thoughts on this. Cause I'm shaken to my core, but it
1: has to be infractions. It has to be a, something that you can measure. It that can't just be phenotypic.
0: That's, that's I don't we're think getting it be into. Phenotypic. Like, if you are <laughs> one eighth black, one sixteenth black, we're getting into that shit. Like that. When we fight against that, like that. No, it isn't is, going to work. I think it's a cultural
1: thing, and I like I said, I think what's coming down the pipeline is that because black culture is so pervasive, and everybody's just you know adopting the style, the music, the way of being, niggas going to be saying niggas.
0: All the niggas going to be saying nigga. You didn't really say this that much until you got with certain company, but I'll leave it at that. If you have thoughts on this, please give us a call at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. Now, speaking of thoughts on something, I am... I got a lot of messages based on we the politics as usual. And I'm trying, I'm going to try to run through this quickly. We got a lot of messages about the ruling. A lot of people talking about the houses burning episode. I forget what episode that was. I think it was maybe five or six episodes back. And a lot of questions, like a lot of questions came in and I was really grateful for them. There was one girl who just said like, I'm not being smart. I live in Florida. I don't understand why you're still telling us to vote and this just happened. I was like, "Cool. Why are you?" She's like, another person was like, "Why is local elections more important now when this is no longer a law?" That's also a little bit wrong. Like even in the question, like it was never a law, but we're going to talk about that. So I'm going to take my personal opinion out of politics for a second because something that's frustrating to me is that I feel like democracy can be really manipulative. I was talking to this again with same said friend And he was saying that so much of democracy is basically, you have to to be informed. You have to understand how the government works and operates. You have to understand the branches of government, X, Y, and Z. And they're like, the, the information is out there. If you're not engaged, then you're not engaged and you're not going to be able to affect change. But the information is put out there in a way that is really intimidating, it's confusing, it's complex, and it's really not taught to us in a way for us to comprehend. And that is the matrix that we're in. So I want to go into just making this uh, more practical in terms of understanding what is happening and it's happened. And I'm learning as I go as well on some things. I also think it's really frustrating that when you turn on the news, all you get is opinion now. And no one's just breaking down for the newcomers what is going on. So this is my raggedy ass around the way curl attempt to break certain things down, all right? First thing first. So the ruling came down from the Supreme Court Justice that Roe v. Wade is overturned. Roe v. Wade is a decision that basically said, a woman has a right to have an abortion. And that decision was based off of someone arguing that a woman cannot fully participate as a citizen of this country if she is not in control of her own health care and body. It was a shaky argument and, and it, Partly, Mostly because the Constitution does not talk about abortion. The Founding Fathers weren't thinking about this shit. They weren't thinking about anyone. They weren't outside of white men, to be completely honest. So this was always something that um, people were fighting over. Now, we have Trump elected. Trump got three very conservative Supreme Court justices on the courts. That then flipped the court to be a very conservative court. So we have these three new Supreme Court justices and, or really it's Kavanaugh and, um, and Amy Comey Barrett, but basically they were they were very ambitious. The, they did not need to overturn Roe v. Wade. So they could have ruled, because the case that they were overseeing was a case where, I forget where it was right now, it's escaping me. It might have been Mississippi or Alabama, one of these places. But they were basically saying, they were arguing, arguing that they wanted, I think the abortion, they, women can't have abortion after three weeks. Now the Supreme Court justice could have said, okay, three weeks it is. But instead, they overturned it completely. And what they didn't do, I wanna be really clear, they did not say abortion is illegal. What they said was that this right is no longer protected. This right, the ruling is that federally, this is not a protection. It should be determined by the states. So the people who voted, Amy Comey Barrett, a Trump appointee, um, Samuel Alito, Brett Kavanaugh, another Trump appointee, Clarence Thomas, the Coon Thomas, Neil Gorsuch. They all voted in favor of this. Um, in favor and, of it being in the state's hands to In decide. favor of it being in the state's hands. Now, some of them, and the three Democratic, they're not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be Democrat or Republican, but there's just, you know, certain justices are more liberal, which is Democratic. Certain justices are more conservative, which is, they lean more Republican they all voted uh, to uphold the the ruling that Roe v. Wade would stand. So the implications for this are very interesting. So again, abortion is not outlawed federally. What it is saying is that states have the choice. So now we're in a, a country where states, certain women in certain states have have, there's different rules, just like for marijuana right now, right? Certain states, marijuana is legal. There's, you, you can have a certain amount. Some states, you can have a different amount. Some states, you can't have it at all. That's basically what's happening with abortion rights. But what's very interesting about this is the travel um, implications. So varying states are saying, they're trying, they're going to push and say, not only can you not get an abortion here, but you also can be criminalized and brought up on charges. And that doctor can be brought up on charges if you travel from one state to the other to get an abortion. Now, this will disproportionately affect women of color and women without means and women without resources and women that just don't have the time to be able to book a trip and go to another state, pay the money for the abortion, come back. Like, not everybody is capable of that. But richer white women who have means, will be able to do that with ease. Now, Brett Kavanaugh, in his decision, even though he supported states being able to choose, he made it very clear that he was against states regulating a woman's right to travel. He's like, that is a basic right. If they want to travel anywhere the fuck they want, they should be able to do that. Not And Amy Comey Barrett said nothing about that. And I think Justice Alito said nothing about that. Clarence Thomas took it a step further and used the ruling to say, not only should we look at travel, we should also look into a woman's right to contraception, contraception, um, the right to same-sex intimacy, and to same-sex marriage. Other justices have not made any mention of those things, but it doesn't mean that they don't agree with him. They just did not discuss it in their opinions. Um, and the reason why Clarence Thomas is able to bring this up, it's because the way the ruling went, the the rationale for the ruling is saying, this was not in the constitution. So therefore it is not protected federally. That's ba- That's basically what the, rationale was for overturning it well none of those things that clarence thomas is talking contraception gay rights <laughs> and gay intimacy none of that was in the constitution either women are not men- again women are not mentioned in the constitution black folks are not mentioned in the constitution like all of these things as society has evolved there's been amendments so that's very scary right it's a slippery slope so now you have these varying Americas where each state has these they're they're going to have these tricky laws and if you're in a liberal state most likely you'll be fine and you'll be able to excuse me not fine you will be have access cuz I'm trying to take my per, my personal opinions out of this you will have access to you better be a journalist to uh, abortion rights and to health women's health care now it's going to get tricky so people feel like we lost the fight and I feel like the fight has just changed. Now it's on a state by state local local level fight. And so now you're going to have a situation where states, there's gonna be infighting within the state because there's going to be, there are a lot of states that are red states or kind of purple states, they fluctuate between red and blue. Red meaning that it's a conservative Republican state mostly and it usually votes that way blue meaning democratic, progressive state. All that jargon means the same shit. So basically, if you have a Philadelphia within Pennsylvania and the city feels like they want to make sure women have um, access to abortion, but the state level feels like they want to outlaw it at the state, now you have this infighting, right? And it's going to be a lot of legality. It's going to get really tricky. And who are the people that are going to be um, making these decisions? Your local elected officials. Which is why I keep saying now is even more important for you to pay attention and vote locally. Because now it's in the state and city folks' hands. I also want to clarify that... Um, This isn't only, um, this isn't only something that we can blame on Trump, right? Trump definitely appointed these three justices and wreaked havoc on the system, but the Democrats did not codify Roe, even when they seemingly have the power to, and that was when Obama was in office. So, Ruth Bader Ginsburg also refused to retire while Obama was in office. She unfortunately passed while Trump was in office right before the election. And that's very tricky because the Republicans hurried up and had a rush hearing because they were in control of all of the government at the time and got Amy Comey Barrett in. But when Obama tried to do that with even more time, it wasn't even that rush. They blocked his Supreme Court justice pick. So that happened, and then it's worth remembering that President Obama did vow to Planned Parenthood to codify Roe into law, and he did not get it done. I don't quite understand why he didn't get it done. I've been doing research all morning and can't find that, but I will circle back on there because those questions need to be answered. But I want to go into what it means to codify something, and that means you're turning it into law. And so the Supreme Court, I want to make really clear, is not a legislative body. The Supreme Court does not make laws. They make they have judicial rulings that they like that they put out. Like they, they rule on things. They don't they don't say this is now put into law. Like people the president signed things into law. Congress creates laws. Okay? Congress is made up of the House and the Senate. The Senate, the Senate, senators, they represent your state. The House members represent your districts. So those two legislative bodies make up Congress. So when you hear someone say Congress, they're talking about those two bodies. If you hear someone talk about the Senate, they're talking about that specific state body. If you hear someone talk about the House of Representatives, they're talking about the districts within the state. And so, the amount, of house, the amount of representatives you get for your state is all determined based off of your state's population, which is why when the census is done, Democrats are begging folks to do their census because otherwise you will not be counted and you will not have more representatives. You know, if you're not counted, then they might take a representative. You have to be counted in the population, but again, this is all, we all have to do our due diligence here to make sure that this system works in our favor, even though it feels like it's rigged not to. And in many cases, it it is, it it is not. So it's even more of a reason for me as to why we need to make it work the way we can and then also do some work outside of there. So I want to also make the distinction that the statement that Roe v. Wade was the law of the land—it sounds really good, but that was wrong. Like that, it was never law. It was instead um, just looked at as a fundamental constitutional right. And so there's this thing called base law, and base law is not an actual law. It's a—it's more of a theory of like, well, if the Supreme Court, the highest court, ruled that this thing. Is a should be a is a constitutional right, and the Constitution is the law of the land. Like, like what they're saying is, with it after reading the Constitution over, it seems like this is covered in this. That means states they're not going to press it because they're like we're going to get sued. It's going to go up to the Supreme Court. We're going to lose every time. Mm-hmm. But no one, no one up until this point made it federal law, which is. Very sad to me. So, why wasn't Roe codified, meaning made into law, while Joe Biden was in office? Well, one, it takes a while. It's not an overnight process. And two, they tried to in February and it didn't pass. Why? Because of the filibuster. So, now let's get into the filibuster. The filibuster is a rule that the Senate, the state senators, they're a part of Congress. The rule requires 60 votes. You need 60 votes to pass any law, like, into legislation. And so right now, because the country is so divided, most bills pass, I mean, most controversial legislation is passed on, like, very... party lines. It's very rare for parties to have 60 senators to vote on anything together. So that's why when people say the House of Representatives passed this big bill and then it goes to the Senate and dies, it's because the Senate has this filibuster rule. Say that again. So the House of Representatives will vote on a Mm. bill first. Those are Mm -hmm. the people that are representing well, so district. your districts, okay. right? Uh-huh. So That's the
1: hierarchy the, is district, then the yes, and uh-huh. then
0: state. Then it mm-hmm. goes to the Senate, and it dies mm-hmm. because can you really get sixty people who are this have, who, bipartisan? Is the word that they use, but that just bipartisan just means that they stick to their party lines. They won't mm-hmm. work but t- across the aisle. Across mm-hmm. the aisle just means you're on the left. You're on the on the um, on the Oh, Democratic side and you're on the right, you know, mm-hmm. polarized. Yeah, it's polarized. Thank you. So getting 60 of them to agree on legislature is really hard, which is why it was such a big deal that they actually passed this gun law or this these gun rights because 60 of them fucking agreed on something and they got it done. But the way that you get it done is you have to compromise. So it's this checks and balances. And we feel like, oh, the Democrats aren't doing anything. And that's really dismissive of the system. That means that's an implication to me that you don't understand the system a little bit. Because they're trying, but it's fucking going to the Senate and dying because they can't get people to cross over and vote with them. And so now people wanted to get rid of wanted Joe Biden to get rid of the filibuster. And that's really tricky because it can come back to bite you in the ass. Because again, if you then have Republicans all in office and you don't have the filibuster, there's nothing Democrats can do to stop certain laws from getting passed. It's a it's a safeguard almost. But it it works with you and it works against you, you know? It's very tricky. And so Many Democrats also feel like it's, in, it's incredibly dangerous to do. Joe Manchin, Kristen Sinema, they explicitly said that they would not vote to get rid of the filibuster. And more progressive Democrats like Bernie Sanders, he called for it to be, to be gone immediately after that leaked draft opinion came out from the Supreme Court. He was like, we got to get rid of the filibuster. But that is, in a lot of people's opinions, very short-sighted. Because if Trump didn't have a fucking... If, if Trump was in power and there was no filibuster, imagine the laws he would have passed. Hmm. Just fucking imagine. Hmm. So it, it's tricky in that way. And then on top of that, Manchin does not support codifying Roe versus Wade. They don't even... The Democrats don't even have the votes within their own party. Hmm. Some Democrats don't even believe that it should be law. He's hmm. one of the few remaining that... Does not support abortion rights at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, moving forward, now you have, you hear this jargon of, um, you know, women's health and abortion rights are on the ballot in November. And so someone wrote me, kind soul, and they said, well, we'll vote on it in, in November. And I said, what do you mean by that? Do you think that you're voting whether or not you can, voting basically whether or not you can get an abortion? And they thought that it was actually going to be on the ballot should they be able to get an abortion. That's Mm -hmm. not what they mean by that. What they mean is you need to vote so that you can have people in place to represent you Mm -hmm. to get this changed. Mm -hmm. And so this is something you should be considering when you're making your decision on who you vote for. It's not actually on the fucking ballot, sadly. So all of this to say, again, the Supreme Court justice did not outlaw abortion. They cannot make laws. Remember that only Congress does that, and then the president signs it. They make judgments. Um, And then lastly, I think steps moving forward, I think people need to recognize that states can codify Roe into law for their mm. state. Mm. So it's important that you get engaged locally. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm anticipating is that New York, California, like all of these places have already said like, nah, we, this is not a thing. Like we're going to uphold this, but they need to put it into law mm-hmm. for, at a state point now, mm-hmm. at a state level, it's very important. So if if you want your voice heard, Regardless of which way you feel, local elections are going to be the way to go right now. You have to get engaged locally. It's so important. Local elections, honestly, are always the way. Uh, Local elections, that's why people say they're much more important sometimes than the presidential election. Because Mm -hmm. by the time you get to the president, the fucking Congress and the House of Representatives are already in your fucking way. Mm -hmm. they've already done the damage and even that's on a federal level then if you get to your local city laws like your city council is so important like i've seen philadelphia city council doing so much so much good it seems and so those are the things that and the city council members they're gonna have to fight if you're in a philadelphia right now and philadelphia wants certain rights protected for women and you wind up with a Republican governor. Mm -hmm. It's going to get tricky. So that is what I mean by that. That is when I say local elections are important. I think I'm going to do more due diligence here in trying my best to explain how all of this shit works. Some of it is beyond me. Something that I can't find and I'm really frustrating is when Katanji Brown-Jackson actually gets to start voting, and gets to start mm. having an opinion. She's brand spanking new, so she can't just be thrown on the court, but I don't know the time period. It would have been great to have her, even though we still are in, not in the majority. Um, we being, I'm, I'm obviously a liberal. So it's all very important and it's m- layered and it's not just Trump people, it's not just this, but this is why I get so viscerally upset when people don't vote because it's a it's it's a spiraling effect and these are the people that are changing the laws around voting and making it harder for your vote to count and it's just so important and and, and these checks and balances can feel like things are very rigged but they were put in place honestly to make sure that when one party is in government they're not just doing a sweet that the that the the system is not lopsided every time there's a shift in power from republican to democratic but i think that's a problem having just republicans and just democrats and mm-hmm. it's just, i think that's the biggest uh, it's such a issue because ball. we're just so divided but i think it's also a lot of people are very inspired by aoc and i've been following up when watching what her response to this is. And her response is the same. Like y'all have to fucking vote. You have to get out here. I get it. I get it. And she's, she's very, um, masterful in how she, she empathizes empathy. (laughs) since that's our theme with folks and their exhaustion, because you're just trying to survive. You don't have fucking time for all this, but as much as I can give, I will. And as much as, as unbiased I can be, I will. I obviously have an opinion, but hopefully that helps. That's it.
1: You better, you better break it down.
0: I hope I hope that made sense. I think it I did. was I think I might have messed up a little bit up top, but that's okay. But fuck Amy Comey Barrett. Fuck Alito. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. I Clarence don't think- the Coon Thomas. I hate him. <laughs> He I got think to go. that
1: I don't think it's crazy or unreasonable that the basis of Roe versus Wade was that 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 when it was won in the Supreme Court was on that one little. I, it wasn't it was, strong. It, I don't, it's it's not, not a strong str- it's argument. It's too vague. It's too vague. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised or think that that's unreasonable. I think both ways. It's so gray that both ways you say it, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. When I hear this one side, I'm like, word. When I hear the other side, I'm like, yeah, well, that's well, part true, of too. Well,
0: part of the problem, so too. I, I don't, Go ahead.
1: I don't think, I think that it is, I think, just like you said, it's a good activation for people to be like, oh, again, why is voting important? What can I do? Oh, I do have power in this way. This isn't just from the top down. Mm -hmm. It's from From the the bottom up that these things are decided. So I'm not, I am so, 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 so sorry for all the people that need abortions in those red states that aren't able to get it. That is where the community and the that like activation and the funds and money needs to be sent and figuring out how to get these people mm-hmm. to get abortion safely is very important. But the notion of a state deciding that doesn't based on the way that it was written and the arguments presented doesn't feel crazy to me yeah. or feel like a, like a, um, a rug definitely was pulled from people, but I think it's, it's a lot, it, it, has gotten a lot of people like oh shit yeah oh oh
0: and the fact
1: that they're using this same argument because that's what clarence thomas was saying that all right if this argument i we should know what exactly it is it's something about the it's not liberty it's something about people being able to have a quality certain quality of life that's in the constitution on um,
0: on the house is burning go ahead there's a
1: certain stance that they they use to defend women getting abortions and Clarence is not wrong. He's a demon, but he's not wrong in saying, yo, you guys use this same stance in gay marriage, gay, you know, what is mm-hmm. it? Um Homosexual intimacy. I guess that's, what is that? The, the flowery right, the word sodomy. for the, sodomy, the,
0: the issue and, sodomy
1: and contraceptive. If that shit don't fly for this, it ain't going to fly for that. And the States are going to have to decide. And maybe... Yeah, I feel like it should I it, it it's going to activate people in a way. I definitely feel activated in a way. It helps me if it makes me um it just makes you want to understand things more. Um and sh- shit doesn't make sense to to name what doesn't make sense, I think and and to and to move away. I think again like we said last week, the collective call is to move away from these polarized views Mm -hmm. and like um, I like AOC she also has a lot of like she speaks a lot about possibility she speaks a lot about community and she's not just like oh yes she does mention voting but she also is really heavy on the community and the and the community using their imagination and their willpower to create something to ask for something demand for something completely different than what we have and even Bernie Sanders that was his shit of like yo we need to do something completely different within within the the constraints that we have like the power is within us collectively to change this completely because it doesn't make it and do- any other space and in technology, innovation, modernization is like They're thirsty for it. But in politics, we're still following this old, written, clearly hypocritical text that like,
0: it doesn't make sense. They cited stuff from the 1800s. Make it make sense. Like
1: everybody should be Mm -hmm. like, oh, women didn't even have, weren't even thought of. Black people were thought of, as not even fully human. Why is this our moral compass? And it was clearly immoral. What else can we create like that's not the only system. Clearly it's not um equal. Clearly it's not fair. Like why why is this set in stone? Why are we still Why is it still just a two-party system? Like what else can we create? And I I I feel like this is a great activation for people to start like, "Oh, oh, we could do this shit." Yeah. And that's why yeah, I think that that's what's int- more interesting to me beyond just like all right, we're all going to go show up and vote this change and vote on these different topics, uh different issues, but also like what else can this power wield or create? What else alchemy can? I need can to come fact check it?
0: myself because th- the the abortion, excuse me, Roe v. Wade was path Roe v. Wade was the ruling came down that Roe v. Wade was not passed because it's not a law. But the decision around Roe v. Wade, the original decision, was based off of the fundamental right to privacy. It was not based off of liberty and mm. and justice for all. And so what scholars are saying now is that it should have been based off of women cannot be equal players in society if they do not have autonomy over their body. That's a much stronger
1: yeah. and better
0: argument. But that yeah. argument they know is not going to get passed with this Supreme Court. It's like court. you can't
1: take it back to the court. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. take it back.
0: You can, but not Obviously. with this court. Not with this court. Yeah. And so that's going to be a lot of the the a lot of the legality is going to be around that when it comes to these states, and and that. I, so.
1: I think what's also really scary is that. We may see that the majority of America really doesn't fuck with these, with, with, with progressive ideas, period. Like it is a completely, we may see that in these voting, pl- say, wh- who's to
0: say that in- The majority of Americans wanted to keep Roe v. Wade intact. To be clear, two out of three Americans are for Roe v. Wade.
1: Even in these red states where they're like...
0: The majority, the popular well, well, majority. we'll see.
1: We'll see. Yes. I wonder. I wonder yes. with all these... Like, there's there's the, a lot the, of
0: um, conservative, regular, regular sh- folks that feel I would never get an abortion. I morally think it's wrong, but I don't believe that Roe v. Wade should be overturned. I think Americans...
1: Or that, th- that it's it's not a constitutional right, right? Or it should be a right. It should be right. a
0: constitutional right. I don't think that I have any. My views should not impact someone else's. Um, oh, and there's so, so many reasons for abortion. abortion. There's so many reasons. So, um, anyway, we're this is going going to be something that we talk about. Um, further, I'm currently trying to get. Uh, someone on to discuss women's reproductive health and different contraception. Like with this thing <laughs> with Clarence the Coon Thomas, I that scared the bejesus out of me, and my reaction was like, I want an IUD tomorrow. And I just read something that calls to gynecologists for that arm insertion, the IUD, birth control have skyrocketed. Over the last, like, whenever this came down, I don't even remember was it it's Friday again or Thursday. People,
1: it's still people with privilege that can buy that, it can exactly. afford that. They're they now hoarding. They have insurance to do that, it. Yeah, you know, somebody, absolutely.
0: Anyway, uh, this
1: is a long. I think I don't know. We can read the the vo- listen to the voicemails, but I feel like this is. Um, I feel like that was a solid.
0: We didn't like take a break solid. or anything. You don't want to I think we should go into we can save the voicemails. I
1: feel like this is a, that's a longer conversation and which is like 45 oh, minutes is? in itself.
0: So I then let's so. take a break. We'll come back. We'll do the voicemails cuz some of the voicemails have I think one of the voicemail actually has a question. And then we'll just give some final thoughts. We do have um we did have a main topic about distractions and priorities that we can always come back to. There's more time for that. Um, But yeah, sorry. I think I got long winded, but I just really wanted to break that down. I think it was
1: important. It was good.
0: Okay. So let's take a break. Sheila, take us out and we'll come back with voicemails.
1: After
2: these messages, we'll be right back. Boop.
3: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
0: And we are back. So another clarification is that um, states can pass laws. I don't want to use the language of codifying Roe v. Wade because Roe v. Wade was overturned, but they can pass laws obviously to um, make sure that women have access to reproductive health care and abortion so that's what I'm saying to get involved with locally but shifting gears a bit we do have a couple voicemails that I do want to play and let me get that up and we I always love listening to these I think this one yes this one had a, a question that I thought was really interesting so
3: Hey, ladies, um, I just finished listening to your episode, um, Blame the Voices in Our Heads. You guys had me cracking up, uh, struggling to do the people work. Antoinette, um, I just want to let you know that I agree with some point on your whiz take. Um, it is somewhat slow, but the soundtracks don't get it twisted. Because Emerald City Sequence, you can't win, and Egon Down the Road are still on my playlist. And those be popping when I'm on my morning walk. Just saying. Um, You guys were talking about relationships a little bit. So I guess I'm just wondering your guys' thoughts on something. When or how do you disclose of an invisible disability? Um, For example... If you're diabetic or, you know, you have a complication of that nature, well, not that diabetes is a complication, but if you have complications from diabetes, like you're um, blind in one eye or you have, you know, night vision or something of that sort, when you're dating, when or how do you disclose of that information or do you even really need to disclose of that at all in the beginning?
0: Um, thanks for your thoughts. Have a good one. Um, go ahead, Shanti. <laughs> I always
1: kick it to I think, you. I think that that is... Um, I'm slow to give an answer to that because mm-hmm. I I don't have any disabilities aside from my lack of vocabulary and education in so many ways but like no I I feel like that's a discussion around ableism that I don't feel like I can lead as somebody that doesn't have those and never has had those kind of um disabilities so in my first mind I guess I would say I don't know. I guess I guess what is what is holding you back from sharing that immediately? Like if if there's shame, if there's insecurity, if there's fear of rejection because of it, I think that's the first thing to explore and then figure out how to tenderly navigate that for you more than the other person. Like the other person you can't control how they respond to it. All that all it is is information for you to figure out how you're going to navigate with that person. But if it's if it's a tender thing for you, if it's a hard thing for you, I think that should be what is given the timetable or like the introspection or like the be gentle with versus you know somebody finding out cuz like in so many regards you can't control it and also fuck what they think in some ways. Like, I don't know, but mm. I don't know that, that feels like something that I am I would be out of place to, to advise with any, with no real knowledge.
0: Yeah. I don't, I think that, um, it's deeply personal. I think it's also specific to how safe you feel with the person that you're dating. Um, uh, is how you define disability, because people, I think, define that differently. Um, if I was dating somebody that had a disability, I would hope they would trust me enough to tell me, uh, but I would I would also hope that um, I provided, like, a safe space for them to do that. I don't know. Um, I don't know. If it's something like, you know, if you're blind in one eye and they're telling you to you know, they want you to come drive somewhere, or the a date is gonna, you know, like you, you have to gauge it. Like, what if there's an activity where, you know, you might be at danger, or they might be at danger. You might have to disclose it then. Um, but I yes. I agree with you.
1: Safety. I feel like safety, emotionally and physically, like should be your priority in yeah. figuring out.
0: But how, it's how deep, to navigate? I think it. it's deeply personal. Like I truly, again, I've never been diagnosed with dyslexia. But I I swear for God, I know my raggedy ass. Like, baby, the way these words be dancing sometimes, I'm like, what? So I don't necessarily feel like I need to tell someone that on a date, because I don't think it's super severe to where, like, it really impacts me where I'm unable to read, I'm unable to, you know, function, or if I'm driving somewhere, I might get confused about which way I'm going um but it is something that that i openly talk about probably because it doesn't impede me but with my typos so I, I i too don't feel like i'm in that in that community enough to really speak to that all i can speak to is if i was dating somebody what i would hope that i one provide and what and what you know and what they would trust me with i hope so i hope someone would trust me with that but I, I don't know. I don't know. But I yeah, safety. What else would you expect from us? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. Ciao. Uh, I can't stand this. Um. All right. There's one on here that I didn't read, but or I didn't listen to first. Since we're only doing voicemail. Should I play it? I'm scared. Are you scared? Take a
1: risk. We edit that joint out if it's crazy.
0: <sighs> oh, boy. All right, let's see. Let's see.
2: Hi, Antoinette and Shanti. Um, I want to remain anonymous for this call, but um, I'm a huge fan. Um, I really love uh, the way you all interact with your social media content and make your followers feel like they're part of the family. Um, But long-time listener, first-time caller. And I just wanted some advice. I have... Backstory about myself a little bit. Um, I've been working sort of in the same career field for a number of years. I'm 29 years old, so I'm about to hit 30, so a lot of things are coming all at once. And I've reached a certain point in my career that people aspire to. I am I work now at a collegiate professional, uh, professor position, Um, and I'm realizing it ain't what I thought it was. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. But mostly my passion for the field has died out. And while teaching kids is great, there's a lot more mess and drama that I knew was there. But now I'm just at a point where I don't want to deal with. I've worked very hard in this field for a number of years. And now I'm looking for peace and ease in my life. So I'm thinking about making a career change because peace and ease doesn't exist in education, period. So... I guess I'm just looking for some words of comfort and advice of, I guess, how how would you go about or what is, words of advice would you offer for someone who is looking to make a career change, you know, especially after maybe they've been quote-unquote successful but they're not happy. Um, there's different areas that I'm interested in pursuing, and I'm the kind of person I, I consider myself a, a Jill of many trades. Um, I'm pretty competent at everything that I set forth, but I, at this point now, about to hit 30, I don't know if there's a field that I can see myself in for the next 30 years as far as a career. So, mostly, I guess, now I feel silly because I don't even know what I'm, what I'm asking for, what I'm seeking, but I guess just what advice would you give? You know, a young woman who is about to step into her 30s but is facing a lot of those what seems to be 30 question, 30-year-old questions of how do I make more peace and more happiness in my life, um, especially when it comes to career. Um, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up there because I definitely don't want to get cut off, and I don't know how much this ends. But, um, like I said, I'm very grateful for y'all's show, uh, for the content. I really want to make it up to Philly, but work calls. Uh, but, Love and light to both of you all, and um, keep up the great work. Love you guys. Thanks. Also, this is the same anonymous caller, and y'all were discussing about changing your intros and the voicemail. I think having JoJo, with Shanti's permission, saying something about, you know, 800 husbands, I think that was hilarious. That's honestly the reason why I called to see if that was <laughs> if that was the uh voicemail message. But this is cute too. But uh but yes. Yeah. Everybody loves the hello, internet. Everybody loves it. And we stayed it we sing it along with you. So but if y'all wanna zhuzh it up, you know. As a personal fan I wouldn't be mad. Um but
0: I I called to see if JoJo said which I said JoJo was saying But But uh, that's all love and light, Keep and love, money and dicks. Hope y'all get it all. <laughs> wow, we get it all too. Thank you, anonymous caller. I like I her. forgot you said JoJo was gonna say that.
1: <laughs> when I, I think... the hustle, this is JoJo. Who this? Hold oh, <laughs> on, Shanti, get on the line. Yo,
0: you better first things first. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. You want to take this or you want me
1: to? I would say, I would guess that you being, what got you here was a lot of will and forward motion and you pushing your that goal up the hill. And that takes a huge toll on you period. And for you to expect one, I feel like you're at the top of the hill. Now you got this boulder and you're like, Oh, I don't really want this shit. So you're ready to push it back down. And that's cool. Um, But I think you should offer yourself some time to one, prepare yourself for the uncertainty and the discomfort of not having um, certainty in a a particular way. Two, some time to recover from the pace and the effort that you've put in and to like sit with yourself and feel proud of what you've done. And then three, even more time to allow your creativity and your imagination and and the possibilities open. I don't know what your financial situation is. Um, Hopefully you've set yourself up in a way that maybe you can take that time if you haven't, and you know, you are in survival mode in a particular way. That's also very real, but I don't think that that takes away the amount of time it requires for us to like calm down, unfold, and then be creative in another way. So I just wish you time and mm-hmm. space, and to give yourself that emotional time and space so that you can be clear. To like push a boulder up a hill and then push it back down and then chisel that shit into a wheel is a lot to ask of anybody. And I think you should like give yourself some time to rest and decompress and recover and be like, oh, actually, I'm going to make that into fuck this rock. I'm dealing with the soil underneath it. But again, that's time. So give yourself some grace. That's all I guess I would say. And, and it'll come. God willing.
0: I think um, she she asked, "How do I create more happiness in my life and more peace?" And I think you listen to yourself. I think she said earlier on that there's no peace in what she's currently doing, and so you sound very capable, and like you said, you basically excel at what you do. So start start putting the exit strategy together, you know, put that put one foot in front of the other. I also am hear a lot of people, like she said, "I can't think of something that I would want to be doing for the next thirty years. You don't have to. You don't have to. I think it's yeah. I think that we feel that way because of incentives to stay in a career, money. Um, stability, you know, you get your bonuses, you get more time, you get this, that, but you can recreate yourself if you want. And it, and it sounds like I, I love that She said a Jill of all trades because it's tricky when you feel like you have all of this stuff in you and you can't explore all of it because you're kind of stuck in what you said you were going to do mm-hmm. and what your career is. And your career takes up a lot of your time. Um, But finding time for the other things—is it possible for you to have a different outlet where you have the stability and you have, you know, whatever else that you're interested in doing? Does that create any more peace? If not, then keep 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 looking at that exit strategy. You know, I've been struggling with this quite a bit, Ashanti, as you know. Um, when it comes to career and when it comes to just carving out your happiness and figuring out how to do life an adult. And 30 is young. You're not even 30 yet. You sound way ahead of (laughs) where I was. And so I'm proud of you for that. But I think now's the time. Something that I regret, I think, is I, I don't know if I was as courageous as I should have been always. And I think I'm stepping into that more. But Be courageous, be smart while you do it. I saw um, David Letterman. I love his, my next, and my next guest is that series on Netflix. And he had Ryan Reynolds on and Ryan Reynolds was talking about how he dropped everything, came to Hollywood, this and that. But he was like, I had plan. Everybody says to do that. And if you have a plan B, then you're never going to excel at the plan A. And you're going to, and he was like, I had plan B, C, D, E, F, G, H. He was like, I had all the plans he said, because I didn't know if this was going to work and life is real. So I think listen to yourself and, I, and if you know what makes you happy, go after it in a way. It, and it might not have to be your career, but pursue the shit out of it. Pursue the shit out of it and, 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 find, and try to find that balance of money you know, making your money, and having dicks. your living. Love and light. <laughs> and that. Um Just one more voicemail and then we'll get out of oh. here, Shanti. Because that was an additional Show. one. But I, as an aside, I, I screenshotted this because I was listening to Kanye. I was in my whole bag yesterday. And this is so... We didn't hear this, I don't think. My childlike crea- creativity, purity, and honesty is honestly being crowded by these grown thoughts. Reality is catching up with me, taking my inner child. I'm fighting for custody with these, asp- with these responsibilities that they entrusted me as I look down at my diamond-encrusted piece. Mm. Boys. That's fucking adulting. <laughs> That's literally trying to figure this shit out. And, man... That's it, right there, man. Oh, man, it's tricky. All I right, think,
1: uh, and you mentioned it, but I think um, uh, it's another episode. But creativity is 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 it is is
0: the compass. Mm-hmm. That's the it. child that survived, baby. All right, one more.
4: Hello, ladies. I am a. What does a girl say? First-time caller, long-time listener um discovered you some time ago i forget how it's probably like jade or something like that i don't know one of the two of the friends but i really love the podcast it really has been a light in the midst of all of this change that i've been going through lately um i just finished listening to your most recent episode i think it's called blame divorces in my head and while i love when you guys go on like Specific topics. I really love when you guys do the introspective episodes because I feel like you guys really put a name to and you just put words to how I've been feeling. Um, I love the randomness of of Shanti and I love that you know she kind of took her love life in her own hands and sent her DMs to her art people and you guys are living you know in love or whatnot, not to get in your business, but. I tend to find myself really relating to Inflinette, and I really appreciate you guys' honesty. Like, similar to you, I moved. um, I definitely had a vision of sharing the space with people. I don't know, but that's just not the case. And I don't know. It just caused me to be very reflective, which has caused me to be very sad, because it reminds me of, like, being in the space by myself, while I'm very proud that I can do this and Pay for my space and be, you know, self-sufficient. It is sad that I can't or don't share the space with other people, Um, and I don't want to be a burden, and I don't want to be let down. So reaching out and inviting people, I don't want them to say no, so I don't. Um, And I don't know, just looking around and seeing people in partnership and doing what society thinks we need to do as far as having kids and getting married and I'm just kind of in this this seat by myself which is peaceful but lonely and I hate that I need to be or I guess it's that I need to be affirmed by um like I know I'm amazing I know I'm an amazing person um but I really do hate that I feel like me being partnered with someone would affirm that um and it's just a sea of sadness that I'm dealing with. But again, I really appreciate you guys putting words to it. I appreciate you guys being so vulnerable. Um, I too need to find maybe something I don't know, maybe I need to sit with this more, but I feel like me sitting with it is just making me sadder. I don't know. I see my time is running out. So I might call back. But thank you again for just being yourselves and allowing yourself to be yourselves with us. Thanks. Sorry, I just called. Um Literally, I don't know how long ago, but just talking about how sad I am or whatnot. But I just wanted, I did want to add that, um, I mentioned like my friends or people around me and them having or being in relationships and things like that. And I wanted to add that I, like, I know comparison is deep joy and that I'm not supposed to look at that and that everyone's timeline is their own timeline, everyone's journey is theirs, et cetera, et cetera. I know I'm aware of that it's just that um and this is more so in case you play on the podcast I don't want you know people to think like oh I'm no I get that um it's just that it's easier said than done um and something I didn't add before I feel still still on my gut. But you know what something I didn't add before was the fact that I'm also in a transition now where like a lot of my long-term friendships have been dwindling and or disappearing well no they've just been ending I'll just Keep it, you know, not that I'm thinking about it out loud. There's just an ending. And, you know, that like TikTok where like, am I the drama? Like, you're basically going to end the the drama. Um, because a lot of these people go on to, again, the kids and the marriages and the whatever. At least so it seems, because I don't speak to them anymore. Um, and I guess that's another reason why I cling to you guys' podcast, Because you both, two ladies. Um, I really love your friendship, and you guys really are my friends in my head. Like, even now, I feel like I'm still in the guest because, like, it a have focused out. Who am I going to talk to? You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I'm going to be like, sorry if I put a
0: damper on anything. Um, have a great day. And again, thank you guys for being here. Oh, hmm. what's that being's name? Oh, oh, man. Did she say her name? <sighs> I don't think so. Sorry, I can't remember. Anything. Sis, heard you and see you and affirm you and <laughs> your feelings. Yo, I get it. I I had that moment too, where I was like, I know I'm fucking dope, and that might frustrate me even more. Is that mm-hmm. I know I'm dope, mm-hmm. and why am I not being affirmed in this way? And especially, and it's hard to. And loved and seen in that way in a, in a, par, you know, it, uh, I mean, par,
1: again, partnerships don't guarantee that you're seen, affirmed, and loved. You can be no, out it of doesn't, a partnership it doesn't, and,
0: but and that's complicated not what situations
1: about. and still be seen, firmed.
0: It, that's not what she's loved. talking about. She's talking about a partnership where she is seen and affirmed. And, and, you know, it's easy to say partnerships don't do this. Partnerships are hard and this and that, but it's very hard to to go through life seemingly alone and feeling alone at the end of the day. Even though you know that there's people that love you, you know that self-love is everything, it is hard to do that. And so I want to honor that. I don't want to be like, you know. I also want to say that um, the friendships dwindling, that makes me sad to hear, especially it didn't seem like there was be for anything that people just their lives were changing. You know, I have a one of my best friends up here and she's, you know, going to be a mom soon and things are shifting and so I'm actively figuring out ways for us to stay connected while honoring the shift in her life. And I would offer that to you if you want to do that. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you have to have boundaries. I have another girlfriend who I had to say no to to a family event I just didn't want to go to. I wanted mm-hmm. to be out and be mixy and be a single woman. And, you know, we had we had a couple conversations around that and, and why that is. and And I also was honest with her and said, sometimes that triggers me because I want that and don't have it. And so I feel like sometimes I'm living through the people that do. And it can make me sad. And it can feel like, oh, I'm... Here I am hanging on again. So I, I get it. And it's gonna be emotions that you grapple with um, that you're constantly grappling with. But I don't know if I don't know if it does change when a partner... I don't know. I don't know if it changes and and it and it terrifies me to think that the feelings that I feel, that ache that I feel will change when a partner comes because they can always go. And so I yeah. don't ever want to be reliant on that either. So I, I understand the dilemma there. So but I, I think hear both, you. Sis. I
1: think existence is hard, you know. Having kids, being partnered is dif- is difficult. I think um Yeah, I, yeah. It it's it's child. It's all a, a difficult uh Are you talking in the mic? But Mhm.
0: Oh, I can't hear you. That's why. Yeah. Well, and I I so appreciate when people say that we feel like friends in their head. That makes me feel really good. Hopefully we feel relatable and and we feel like like a community, like we're connected. Because cause I really, I feel we are. But it makes me happy to hear that that's what's coming across. So shout out to you, sis. Um You got some friends over here that appreciate you and love you and see you. Um, And yeah, thank you everyone that calls with the voicemails. Um, it It makes it so much more interesting to hear from you. If you have anything that you'd like to say, if you want to tear me up about my Michael Jackson take, even though that wasn't really what I was saying. It's 215-948-2780, 215-948-2780, and lastly, I just want to shout out the new patrons that are supporting us on Patreon and making this possible, Larissa H., Jamar, and Anne E., and shout out to all the around-the-way men that are coming through with the come-through. Yes. It's a lot of y'all uh, on Patreon trying to be like, what these bitches look like, but shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: Um,
0: yeah. Welcome to the wonderful world of Around the Way Curls. I think, I think we're going to end it there, right? Yes. All right. And with that, we are out. Bye. You have just heard an Around the
3: Way Curls, John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We
1: out. Oh. <laughs> early very good
0: I'm like y'all feel a nigga struggle y'all think a nigga little hustle behind the wheel trying to escape my trouble can't stop the greeting me i'm talking sweet the keys cursing the very god that brought this reef to be my life is based on sacrifices jews like geisis and fools that think i slip you around you get your guys hit they built me to be filthy on some eyes, do or die shit. For real, the price of leather's got me deeper than ever. And just think with this here, I'm trying to fill me in the <laughs> car. Politics,
3: <laughs>
0: politics is usual. <laughs> I took my Frito to Tito in the district. Bless me with some BS, somethings I could live with. Stop fronting and for the day-